0: This is a frustrating story. It's frustrating because up to this point, we have read stories of Jesus doing good works for people, healing and restoring. And now we watch him seemingly let himself die at the hands of manipulating leaders and the fickle crowds. From the moment Jesus enters Jerusalem, there's no relief from the sense of impending doom. We just have to sit with it. In years past, I've worked hard to put myself into this story, trying to ask myself, what must it be like to feel anguish of this sort? What would it feel like to stake your hopes in something that dies? I have tried to feel what the disciples might have felt, a liminality so deep it could seem that hope itself had died. We are in an objectively dark moment both in the story of Jesus' life and in the story of our world. And at least for today in Jesus' story, there's no relief from the pain. It feels bad. It is unjust, unfair, and full of false accusations. And I think we can learn from Jesus in this moment about what it means to be with God In our pain. In today's reading we hear about Jesus's entry into Jerusalem and then his trial crucifixion and death but between his entry and his trial and death Jesus goes to work. I remember after making a strange grand entrance on a donkey Think military parade where the victor enters on a tractor as opposed to a tank. He seems to leverage what little authority he has and turns everything on its head. He does some strange stuff. First, he throws over tables in the temple and he argues with the powerful. He kills a fig tree and he tells the religious leaders that prostitutes and tax collectors will enter the kingdom of God ahead of them. He tells the the people that their religious leaders are hypocrites. He challenges the religious authorities on what is of God and what is not, the very thing over which they claimed to have authority. And then he's put on trial for all these things, strangely enough, and remains eerily silent in the face of the accusations before him. He doesn't defend himself. He has said his piece. He knew there would be consequences to what he said and did, and he still stayed the course which in this case was a violent death. Ten years ago, in the spring of 2010, I decided to go to seminary. I went because I thought it was the only place where I could find answers to my questions. I had experienced a deconstruction of faith and of my life and was looking to rebuild. I felt that going to seminary was the only way that I could get to the answers I trusted. Ones that I could live with. After a year or so in seminary, I came out. Some of you know what that meant for me at the time, but for those who don't, it was tumultuous at best. Accompanying my coming out was an immense amount of loss. Friends, family, culture, the ground beneath my feet. It left me lost, searching, and angry. I remember very clearly a professor of mine, John Gay, who introduced the concept of biblical lament, a whole genre of scripture all about expressing suffering or pain before God. There is the entire book of Lamentations, but there's also the Psalms are full of them, where we hear things like in Psalm 88, but I, O Lord, cry out to you. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Oh, Lord, why do you cast me out? Why do you hide your face from me? Wretched and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am desperate. Or how about the start to lamentations? How lonely sits the city that once was full of people. I remember where I was the day I learned about the laments. I remember so clearly, because I had suddenly found one of my answers. It was spring, and my room used to be a water tower, and so it was high up, and it had windows on every wall. I sat high above my neighborhood in Modesto. My desk was crammed at the end of my twin bed, just under a window, where I would watch the neighbors go by. But the answer I found... Your anger is righteous. Your pain is real. And keeping on in the midst of your uncertainty, hurt and loss is enough. I sat there with tears in my eyes, released into my pain like it was deemed worthy It was good enough because it was true. And not only was it okay to sit there in my grief and anger, it was biblical. I realize that's not likely, does not likely matter to you as much as it mattered to me in that moment, but my lament was an expression of familiarity before God and with God because lament at its core is an intimate expression. Only with those closest to us. Do we express our deepest pain, anguish, and doubt? And if laments are an expression of intimacy and familiarity, then there is a family in it. In my pain and anguish, I wasn't alone. God seemed to be right there in it with me, as if God's self was also sad and angry. And it makes me wonder if a story like last week's story of Jesus and Lazarus and and Jesus' response to weep at the news of his death isn't just a glimpse of God's reaction to our pain. God weeps with us. This is the lament we see in Jesus through the story today. Jesus' final words on the cross in Matthew are, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? A line from Psalm 22, a psalm of lament. And in this we see the intimacy of Jesus in pain, freely relating to God as if God were also right there mourning with him. Jesus wasn't saved from that awful moment on the cross, but his lament makes it clear that God was present, weeping with Jesus in his feeling of abandonment. I think most of us are sitting in the midst of a frustrating story at best and a terrifying story at worst. Our world will not be the same once we are through this pandemic. And the amount of uncertainty we collectively carry is overwhelming. But Jesus' demonstrative lament gives us a way to God in the pain and the hurt we all carry. It is likely that many of us will experience or are experiencing a great deal of anguish and loss through this pandemic. It is enough to be angry. It is enough to be sad. And it is enough to be in pain. Our lament is what brings us to God, a window where God can enter. It may feel like we're alone. I certainly felt alone in that old water tower room with all the windows. But I cried out, and that was enough. God met me just where I was. In our deepest pain, God mourns with us.